Welcome to Angel Impact, the official podcast of the Wisconsin River Business Angels. Episode 27, Eight Ways to Join the Angel Investment Network, Part 2. So, so another way, another reason you might want to join the network um, is if you have a network that you can leverage for, for the benefit of entrepreneurs. So, yeah, yeah. so go ahead and say, what, what does that mean exactly? Like, how would you know if you had such a network? Leon, you want to take this? I'm not sure I can. <laughs> okay. Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm a strong advocate of networking. As a matter of fact, I was just on the phone with my son this morning who is trying to launch his own little business. He's in electromechanical engineering and he's uh, invented some very interesting uh, machines. Um, but uh, it's a networking, networking, networking. I introduced him to a gentleman that Leon and I have been working with, who's kind of a, a startup guy, a, a CEO. And, um, and I was coaching my son about, you know, how to approach this opportunity. So this is not an opportunity to sell and you're not really promoting yourself. What you're looking for is opportunities and you're, you're trying to find a match where possibly the, the person you're talking to, uh, can identify some opportunities where your skill set could actually, uh, be of value to those other people in their network. Um, networking is a whole uh, different uh, activity, but it's extremely important for entrepreneurs, especially when you're in that um, development stage, even trying to develop your, your business idea, your concept. You got to get out there and you got to uh, meet people in that industry, people that can provide uh, access to information about the industry. And again, Leon, you and I have had those conversations often about um, when you have an opportunity to talk to someone in the network, it's not about selling yourself. It's not about selling your product. It's about listening and learning as much as you can about that specific industry to determine how your business, your idea can actually add value and improve at that specific industry. You know, that's, that's your opportunity analysis that we talk about. And so it's about opening your ears and it's about uh, being a sponge and learning from people in that network. So that's how you want to work your network as an entrepreneur. Yeah. And that network I find comes in very valuable. We've seen this happen with a couple investments that we made. Those people were very successful. They sold their business and now they're looking for other things to do with their time. So they are becoming available to say, hey, I'd be interested in helping develop a business for somebody that may not quite know how to do it. And I'll take them by the hands and I can be sort of their hired gun for a year period of time to get them started. So that's one need we have. And those are people that we want to know and hear from. They may or may not be investors, but we also find invest investors have a lot of experience and knowledge in the specific industries they're in. And we look back on one just recently and say, you know, we invested in this one company and it's struggling, but it's it, he's exactly in that industry that that party is struggling with. Mm -hmm. And they're struggling because of COVID. You know, they had a lot of things they were working on and now all of a sudden those doors are closed because they can't spend time with the nurses in the hospital that are dealing with this medical project. And this guy's in that industry. So he can give them a lot of insight to say, okay, how can you deal with this problem? So, yeah, you know, with networking, like you never know who you know, right? You never know 
like how the people you know will be helpful to to people you haven't met yet and that you need to continue to meet you know so. i i always uh, use the analogy it's like digging for gold yeah you don't know when you're going to find it but i tell you you do know when you find it though when you hit on someone uh you know i'm thinking of a number of people involved in the uh algal area mm. you know we've ran into somebody that through our network and he turned out to be probably one of the top experts in the country yeah and uh it, it still maintain that relationship so yeah. yeah those uh relationships can be extremely valuable i i don't think it's possible to be too well networked um <laughs> yeah I just, I just don't think it is wouldn't and, disagree with that <laughs> yeah and there's, yeah, there's an expression I like, your network is your net worth. And I, I think, in, you know, angel investing bears that out, you know, in a very direct way, I think for, for many, many people who become involved with it in different ways. So, mm -hmm. so, so yeah, if you have a network, um, you know, you can bring to bear on all the problems that, you know, that arise in, in this ecosystem, then this is probably a good place for you to play. So we're gonna, yeah, just yeah. as a, as, as a final note on that, mm -hmm. yeah. for those uh, listeners that, uh, might not be really familiar, uh, strong networkers. There is a book that was written a number of years ago by uh, uh, Harvey McKay. It's called Dig Your Well Before You're Thirsty. Mm -hmm. And he talks about the protocol of network and, and how it works and how, how to be an effective networker. So it's more than just gathering names. It is about organizing your network and learning how to actually use it. Network. Mm. So oh, okay. anyway, good information on on how to be an effective networker. So you're you're saying so networking is something you can learn to do better, is what you're saying. Absolutely. You learn to leverage it's better. skill like anything else in sure. business. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so networking. Um you can't ever talk about networking too much, I think. Um so another another reason you might want to get involved in in the in the angel network um maybe you are an entrepreneur with an innovative or scalable idea uh, for a product or service that uh, you can bring to the marketplace and you know you need funding that you know that that's a great reason to get involved with uh, with angel investors leon you want to talk about this one uh, a little bit well i'd say everybody at least for the beginning of their opportunity unless they're wealthy in their own right are typically looking for money. In fact, we find a lot of them come to us and say, well, gee, just give me the money. I already know what I want to do with it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> because they don't know what they don't know, we know that they're not ready or we're not ready to give them the money because it will be it will be spent in the areas of where they already have invested their, their time and energy because that's what they know about. So the money goes there. So we really want them to broaden their thinking and understand what they don't know and they don't know that, so we'll help guide them. And mm. that's where we sort of build again on this network before we build in the cash into the company. Because yeah. they got to spend a lot of time. And most of these ideas don't get finished off here in a matter of a few weeks. It takes them months and years for these to come together till they've got all the, if you will, the, the rocks unturned and they can see where the, uh, the flaws are in their opportunity. And the biggest error they can make is to decide to go ahead and invest and do something and then discover there's a better mousetrap already that's doing that so yeah. now all of a sudden they don't have an opportunity so there's got to be something there that gives them a unique competitive advantage it's something they can do that no one else can do sometimes it's geographically located located other times it's uh national or international 
Yeah. And that, you know, this is uh, some of the things you heard Leon say. That's um, the reason I call him the, the due diligence mastermind of, of the WRBA, because he's, he's always just looking for that competitive advantage. Um, that's, um, you know, that's the mark of a really, um, you know, useful and scalable and potentially successful product. And, uh, you know, Leon, what I sort of hear you saying is um, that, yeah, you know, there, there are many entrepreneurs out there, you know, who have probably very good ideas um, and they should approach angel investors. Yes. If they're looking for funding, but also if they're prepared to, to have a really, um, a really in-depth uh, challenging conversation about their product and their business that that changes the way that they think about scaling it, scaling it and bring it get to market. Um, would you say that's that's correct? I think that's correct, but I also find that people have a belief as to how they want to bring that product to market. Uh-huh. And when you start looking at that product and what their skills and capabilities are, they don't have the infrastructure to build that to take that product to market. It would right. take years to build. So okay. why do it yourself? Go with a partner go with a distributor, go with somebody that already has that, then mm. you can get your product in there and let them share in the wealth with you. If it's unique, they'll tell you that and they'll be yeah. willing to, to handle it for you. And uh, you got your market penetration problem moved further along. You don't have to do it all yourself. So angel investors and and then the network that that they bring, like they just may, may see a totally different way to capitalize on, on a product or idea is kind of what you're saying, right? Sure, Things sure. That investors would never think of yeah, they think they have a patent, so they want to create the product themselves. Well, you may find out that there's really good people that know how to manufacture and sell that. Maybe you want to license that into those companies and get the royalty. Sit back and let the money come to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, anything you want to add to that one? Other than uh, I'm, I'm still surprised at how uh, the idea that if they build it, it will come still... <laughs> really has it, you know, that, that people still hang on to that idea. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I think the inventors uh, bias can very, can, can be a very problematic in building a successful company. Mm-hmm. And it's those entrepreneurs that have actually come up, come up with a very creative idea or creative product that are open-minded enough to let people poke holes in it. And it's not, to poke holes in it, it is to uh, highlight the weaknesses in their uh, hypothesis. You know, uh, you got to take your product, you got to take it out there, and you got to let people kick it around. And you have to be open-minded enough to accept maybe some of the challenges that others would put in front of you. And again, that's when you build your network. You want people that are going to tell you the truth whether you want to hear it or not. Yeah. And that can be very, very difficult for uh, inventors that have spent probably a part of their life developing a product. Yeah. Developing their baby. Yeah. But you um, really don't want them to spend the rest of their life proceeding and pursuing this opportunity if it really isn't worth pursuing because they can go off to do something new and actually could have a big payoff, which they could yeah. learn from that idea that they set aside. Yeah, it's a part of getting your identity wrapped up in what you're what you're working on, isn't it? Um, so, <laughs> yep. Yeah. So we long story short. Yeah, go ahead. I just said it's my baby. Yeah, you know, right, the right. Inventors. Yeah. So, so long story short, um, you know, of course, entrepreneurs need to you know need to find angel networks, um, and and angel networks need entrepreneurs, but uh, entrepreneurs need to be 
prepared uh, to be challenged and and to look at things in all sorts of different ways and uh yeah you know have their you know their kind of assumptions and their their attachments um you know kind of prodded at by by some really smart knowledgeable experienced people uh who, who can look at things from different different angles so so yeah entrepreneurs though um definitely need to be part of the ancient network okay so a couple more just a couple more here so you might want to you might want to join in angel network like the wrba if you have experience perspective and and skill sets to share with entrepreneurs in an advisory role so what, what is meant by that an advisory role you can take this one leanne okay uh really yeah. you're looking at somebody there that probably fills in your voids at the early stage of every company you don't have all the skill sets and knowledge you need to get your company going so you ask friends or you ask people that are knowledgeable in that area where you're knowledge where you're trying to position your business to help you guide you through all the uh, different problems you're going to experience so you're really looking for their expertise and it could be in a technology area it could be in the business development area it could be how to market how to get information from the market it could relate to any number of things so I'll, every company that has been successful typically has an advisory board and it's a lot of times in really heavy uh, high technology areas it's very strong oriented in the technology because there's those are the people that know what's coming down the pipe so mm -hmm. hopefully you won't be creating something that they'll wipe you off the map and with a competitive alternative so those are the the, the people that can help guide you and save you a lot of time and energy yeah yeah so you know, so, so sort of join the entrepreneur circle to to give advice and counsel and, uh, you know, to talk about trends and, you know, things that they need to know, right? And they'll obviously know what you don't know because yeah. they've been there, they've done that. Yeah. So Otherwise, listen, they shouldn't be advisors. <laughs> right. And, and the other thing is you got to listen to them. Yeah. 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 You yeah. know, in, in one of the one of our earlier uh, podcasts, um, I, we mentioned uh, a couple of the critical um, characteristics for a professional or for a successful entrepreneur, and one of them was was uh, coachability. Oh, um, the biggest one that I and self awareness. Yeah, uh, and go, circling back to the uh, advisory roles, uh, one way that an entrepreneur can demonstrate their self awareness is by creating a strong board of advisors. Typically, board of advisors aren't paid. They can be. Some of them may want to get paid. Uh, that's going to be between you and the advisor. But generally, you bring in advisors again because you can't afford to necessarily pay a professional to be on your staff or you don't need a full-time professional. In any event, uh, that board of advisors uh, can represent uh, the areas of weakness that the entrepreneur has. And these are steps that you can actually take to address those areas of weakness. Mm -hmm. Entrepreneurs should know what they're really good at and that's what they should be spending their time and efforts on. And all those other areas that are required to build a successful business should be either hired out, uh, hired in, or find someone that can serve as an advisor to guide you through some of those corporate decisions that you're gonna be have a, that you're going to have to make as you build your business. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. So, so you can join an, an angel network if you are interested in taking an advisory role for entrepreneurs, um, uh, you know, maybe sort of joining their board, um, you know, providing counsel and, uh, you know, bringing like important skills that, you know, that the team doesn't currently have that, that you can supplement. So, so that's a way you can get involved with the angel network. Okay. And so the, the final one that we, that we have and that we're going to explain briefly is perhaps, um, you know, you can join in, you can join an angel network if you are able to serve as an interim part-time or even a long-term C-level employer um, for, for a startup company. So, um, so yeah, explain that a little bit and then we'll, uh, we'll wrap this up. Ahead, uh, yeah. Okay. I can take this one first. Maybe it's a little um, self-explanatory, but uh, and yeah. It, yeah, it's, it's interesting <laughs> because uh, even before Leon and I started working together, uh, we were involved with a, a local um, a fo a local forum to identify some of the gaps in the network for providing support for entrepreneurs in the community. Mm -hmm. And one of the uh, identified gaps was access to this type of professional support, C-level uh, opportunities or C-level uh, skilled personnel. Yeah. Uh, there is actually a, uh, an organization out on the West Coast, I believe, and it's called Rent-A-Corp. Hmm. And that is exactly what they do. So it's kind of a headhunting organization, but what they do is they have a, a network of C-level executives that make themselves available on an interim basis, on a part-time basis for these startup companies. Mm -hmm. And they can get them through that startup phase until the company grows to the point where they can afford to hire someone. And I think in some cases, those uh, interim uh, uh, managers can stay on with the company as the, and as a full-time employee with them, or they can move on to something else uh, but anyway, uh, we found that there are a lot more opportunities for businesses, uh, and there's definitely a lack of that C-level support uh, that, that are available to help these entrepreneurs uh, build and grow their businesses. So um, part of our networking opportunity, again, is to find and identify these people that are willing to serve in that capacity that enjoy the art of the start and the, uh, and the excitement that goes with it mm -hmm. uh, and maybe don't want to do it as a full-time job. Maybe they're already retired, but they, they love the energy and they want to be involved in something like this. So, yeah. um, you know, if you are one of those people, please uh, sign up for our newsletter and let us know who you are and uh, we'll probably have some opportunities for you. So, um, all right. So, that was, and I actually just counted the list now, there's eight basically general ways that you can be involved with the, the angel network through the WRBA and uh, being an actual angel investor who meets the, uh, the definition of the SC, uh, SEC's definition of accredited investors, only one of them. Uh, so there's seven other ways um, that, that you may wish to become involved and uh, that the WRBA would be very happy to have you be involved. And you know, again, I want to stress this is a check all that apply list, um, you know, because uh, anyone, you know, we were just talking about this, anyone who is successful in in business is likely going to, um, you know, going to have a number of those, um, you know, in their in their wheelhouse. So, so, so once again, um, you know, this is an invitation to become involved in the WRBA's network. Um, as an investor, certainly, if you meet that definition and you have the interest, but but in all these other ways as well, that helps the WRBA and 
um, and their portfolio companies to, to succeed and grow. So, um, so once again, if you go to the website, uh, that's www.midwestwealthventures.com. Um, you can, you can sign up for the mailing list in a couple places on that website. And the, the first thing that'll happen when you do is you'll get an email that will link you to, to the survey. And that's what we've just been going over, uh, the different parts of that survey. And so take that survey um, and, and send it off and Jeff and Leon will, will get a notification about that. And um, then they'll see how you'd like to be involved and then they'll get in touch with you about that. So, um, so yeah, we're looking forward to, to meeting a lot of the people who are, who are listening and, uh, and have all these skills and perspectives and, uh, uh, and different kinds of uh, expertise to, to contribute to the WRBA. So um, thanks so much for listening. Uh, my name is Aaron Marks. I've been here with, uh, uh, with Jeff Ebel, who's the president of the Wisconsin River Business Angels, and Leon Ostrowski, who's the, the chair of the Wisconsin River Business Angels. And uh, Angel Impact is the official podcast of the Wisconsin River Business Angels. And the Wisconsin River Business Angels is Central Wisconsin's only angel investing group. So uh, thanks so much, everyone. We'll see you on the next uh, episode of Angel Impact. Goodbye, everyone. Bye, Aaron. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Angel Impact, the official podcast of the Wisconsin River Business Angels. To learn more about the Wisconsin River Business Angels, visit the website at www.midwestwealthventures.com or find us on Facebook.